Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid Show. Hope you guys are all doing well. Shout out to Tony for sending us a lot of resources. We really appreciate it. We can dive into some of that stuff. A lot of the whole Asian and black dynamics, you know, not something that we've concluded that's rooted primarily in racism, but in class structure. And obviously, a lot of the prejudice that is being felt amongst our different demographics of people comes down to the close proximity in low-income neighborhoods. So when we see violent crimes that happen, right? I mean, I think what Professor Dreg said in yesterday's episode about how, you know, it's like these people who are committing crimes are committing crimes, you know, not just towards Asians, but towards all people, right? People who are poor and low-income neighborhoods, whether it be black, Hispanic. I hate to be that guy who's stereotyping a little bit here, but it's true. One thing I wanted to shift gears in and talk about a little bit more serious in today's episode is going to be a little bit of a tough but unavoidable topic because it's becoming more and more common every day, but people are continuously being desensitized to it, which is the mainstreaming or the acceptance of pedophilia. It's absolutely everywhere. You know, obviously when people talk about pedophilia, right, it's something that we obviously are going to condemn. It's not something that we accept. However, it's shocking because all you guys have to do is look around. And I hate to say it, but the month of June is Pride Month, right? And it's even more prevalent when you see little kids with men and bars and clubs and all that kind of stuff. The drag culture, especially with Desmond is amazing. The child drag star. I mean, I don't understand how when people talk about the Me Too movement and they talk about consent, why they can't also talk about this in the same vein and actually be like be accepting of, of this type of thing. I, I don't understand why, sh how, why this is something that people in the liberal media want to normalize. They would normalize pedophilia and advocate for half-naked men posing around with children, and they won't actually talk about, you know, the real nature, you know, the, what the real crime is here between men and women. Um, it, it's like, it's, it's selective ignorance, the way I look at this, right? And it's interesting because... I think that ideally it comes down to selfishness is what it comes down to. Progressivism, in my opinion, or I think as a fact, is just this sort of, you know what, if we live without morals and we live in our natural state, right, independent from the judgment of other people, that's the big thing, free of judgment. I can like whoever I want. I can screw whoever I want to screw. Love is, you know, is all. No, it's not love. It's lust. And it harms people. And, you know, this is just one man's opinion here, but I don't know, Professor Dreg, what do you think? I have more to say on this, but I just want to hear your input because the normalizing of pedophilia, especially in this month of June, is very, very prevalent. And I don't have to go into graphic <coughs> detail about it, but I mean, come on, like, it's just, where does it end, right? Well, the thing is, like, I said this before, 
I believe it's not even belief. This is a biological fact. Every single, and I'm almost positive that the Bible backs what I'm saying. Um, because we, we really cannot speak about this without speaking about religion. So in this arena, I believe, well, it's not a matter of belief. I know that science and religion actually agrees on this. So the thing is like this, people have to realize and really get it in their heads <clears throat> that when we are born, we're all born. And especially if that doctrine in Romans is true, we are all born bisexual or with the ability to be bisexual. The ability I, to practice bisexuality. Or, or practice either one. You could practice being a you know, gay dude or you could practice being a straight dude. But you know, circumstances sometimes doesn't give you a choice. If you're in prison, you know, you don't really have a choice if you're going to get raped or gang raped in prison. That's not a choice. It's so that, you know, and because of the, because you have to realize why is the human body built for to practice homosexuality or bisexuality? Why? What is the biological function? And, and it's, it's a thing. This, this thing is, is uh, this thing of, homosexuality it's a really horror horrifying experience it's not homosexuality it's 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 if you're going to practice anal sex it is a horrifying practice just on a medical just just on a scientific level just just think of the just pure science of of just engaging in uh anal sex it's especially if it was done by rape or something like that. It's not a pleasant experience. It just sure. isn't. <laughs> but the thing is like this, uh, and this is when it gets into really evil, evil type of things. And um, but before we get into that, uh, let's just get into uh, before I start to go off on my tangents uh, on why things happen. Uh, but I have to, because see, your opening statement is this, you know, the normalization of pedophilia. And so the question naturally becomes, well, wait a minute, as a listener, do I even agree with this statement of pedophilia being normalized? And the answer is, hell yeah, it is. Of course, it's being normalized. It has to be normalized. Because one day, they hope the things that were done by like coach Sandusky and see that that's the dude, uh, Joe Paterno. Sure. I think Joe Paterno was the head coach and he had an assistant coach of Sandusky mm -hmm. who was molesting boys. Yeah. You know, and not just a couple, I think he was molesting like tens, like 10, 20, 30, yeah. You know, young boys and, and, you know, they used to hear the sex going on in the shower and that everybody was just like looking the other way. It's like, oh, it's that crazy coach again, just banging another boy, you know. And, and But this is the thing. The reason why they want to normalize, and when I say they, it's basically a group of sick men who 
really love being with boys. And this group of men are headquartered right in here. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe like four blocks away from where I'm at. And it's in San Francisco. This group is called NAMBLA. And, uh, and it stands for the National Association of Man, Boy, Love. Wait, what's it stand for? Yeah, you talked about that earlier. It, yeah, so the thing is like this. And, and, and by no means is NAMBLA the only group behind this. But anyway, it's, oh yeah, NAMBLA stands for the North American Man, Boy, Love Association. Man. And, uh, so anyway, so groups like NAMBLA, they have very high profile people in their group. Like, right. like an, and this is why like, oh God, like I can get into tons of stories, but um, especially from LA, because this is all verifiable. Like in Minamonte's elementary school in LA, dude, the teacher got caught spoon feeding his own semen to his kids. In, in class in ill in, in, in this is like third grade yeah this is messed up so so but this this is you know th that's an extreme thing of pedophilia but in la it's huge this whole nambla stuff because we're just instead of calling it you know pedophilia i'll just call uh, it well, let's talk stuff. let's talk about the the nambla organization because yeah, yeah. It's in the most progressive cities it's located in <sighs> nyc and san francisco and it's a advocacy org organization that's actually seeking to abolish age of consent laws which would criminalize but, involvement but, with but, minors but that's my point so instead of calling it um pedophilia i'm just going to call it nambla stuff okay so that way people don't lose that hey look there's, there's real people behind this so anyway so a real powerful nambla member is is a really high ranking politician and a very powerful lobbyist from the LGBTQ, whatever, uh, LGBT, yeah, right, LGBTQ community, whatever. Yep. So, and, and you know, he's the dude, like, you know, he, he started all these like museums and whatever. And uh, anyway, so, and the thing is, these people want it to be mainstreamed so that way people don't, you know, don't say things like, oh, well, you know, gay people have a higher tendency to molest children. But yeah. the thing is, they do. In the Catholic Church, they allowed gay dudes to become priests. And what do those priests do? They molested boys by the hundreds yeah and it probably equaled to tens of thousands over the decades and it, it's not a secret now the catholic church is paying out money yeah. you know uh, they made a movie ben affleck and what's that other dude uh, his partner uh wait not ben affleck if you're talking yeah. about spotlight the movie spotlight no 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 no, no. this is no oh. this is an old old school movie because this has been going on for decades this isn't yeah. like a new thing. Oh, Catholic priest. Look, the Catholic church was having a hard time spreading their word of Christianity. So they started recruiting a whole, and it just became fashionable. Like, you know, cause look, the hard thing about being a priest in the Catholic religion is you can't have sex. Yeah. You got to stay celibate. <laughs> yeah. So 
come on, no <laughs> dudes are, you know what I mean? Like most dudes aren't going to be like, yeah, I want to be a Catholic priest because I don't want to bone down. Of course they want to have sex, but so there was a lack of priests in, in the Catholic religion. So what did they do? They recruited men who were gay. Why? Because they figured gay dudes don't have sex. So it'd be easier for them. And Obviously, we saw how that experiment went. <laughs> they were molesting I mean, the, boys. So the aspect of, of homosexual tendencies with pedophilia, right, is that, you know, a lot of the data, especially this recent you know, study with uh, over close to a thousand participants, right, that's the thing is that with homosexual men and women, they usually report a significantly higher rate of childhood molestation than heterosexual men and women. Yeah. 46%. But you know, but you know? Here's the thing about, and this is when we have to stay ghetto in this topic. We really do because studies are all full of shit. It, look, I've never met a gay person who was never molested as a kid. And that, that's the fact. I, I know tons of gays, of, you know, it, it's just how it works. I've worked, you know, because, you know, through nursing and, mm -hmm. and they all have the same stories. They were molested as kids, all of them, without exception. I've never met any gay person under the age of, well, you know, here's the thing. Our, our listeners would say, well, Professor Dreg, you don't know all gay people. I was born. I don't need to know all gay people. I don't no, but, but, all, like, but explain, I don't, explain I, that in detail for people who may be pulling their hairs out. No, but, but here's the thing: studies can be faked. We fake studies all the not you know as a participant <laughs> in studies. Yeah. I fake the results all the time. It's what people do. There's like these studies are all full of shit. They're not. Because you're right. For every study fake. where you'll find that, you'll find another study that refutes that. Yeah, because why? Because it's it, you cannot. It's not absolute. It's not math. But my math of meeting all the gay people that I met, all having the same thing of being molested, or look, you can watch Short Bus. That movie is gross, but there is one point in the movie when they're all talking serious, and guess what? They're all sharing their abusive stories when they were kids, and that's the thing. There is no such thing it's a fairy tale to believe that the gay person in school of rock that's child oh it's just born gay that way it's called sexual orientation for a reason you are oriented into your sexual tendencies whether it's through media subconscious it doesn't matter but most gay people never thought of it that way that's 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 interesting we should focus on that <laughs> no but that but that's that's the but this is why it's main see because when I listen to you, I don't, you know, just, or just like all listeners, I, I believe our listeners are probably on the smarter end of the spectrum. Not, not to brag, but. No, no, on. they are. They are. They're, they're independent thinkers. Yeah. Well, not just independent thinkers, but come on, we speak about like the stuff that we speak about is not spoken about anywhere. Not any, even the people I respect, like, like Dr. Sam, they won't touch things like this. Because it's not that it's taboo or anything like that, because it's not taboo. This is mainstream. You are correct. It is mainstream. But the answer is, why is it being mainstreamed? It is being mainstreamed, like this whole NAMBLA stuff yeah. is mainstreamed. So these, because obviously these people are not alpha, right? Because remember, we no, define we, we alpha. Yeah. 
before, but if you haven't heard that podcast, an alpha person is a person who takes care of the weakest. They're strong. They might not be the physical strongest of that pack, but that pack needs a leader and it has to be the alpha, somebody who knows how to be super strong, but at the same time knows how to take care of the weakest of their pack. So that way the pack survives. So it's these people who advocate for NAMBLA stuff Mm -hmm. and and they've been around since like 78. Seriously, like that's pretty gross. When you think about like this stuff is prevalent. Like when we're growing up, these dudes were like, ah, you, you just knew it. So anyway, so going back to the whys, they're mainstreaming this. It's because these types of homosexuals are what we call super predators because there's normal predators. Sure. There's the ones like Coach Sandusky. That will actually go after people who are... Right, no, like, right. seriously, they're, they're super predators because like in prison, those are just predators. So actually, let, let's, let's focus on that because you just gave me a click because I was paying attention, like close attention. There is no greater indication of restricted freedoms than a prison cell. Yeah. And with that being said, when we take away freedoms, you're essentially taking away human rights. So people actually revert to a very, very carnal predator prey dynamic with each other. And the way you kind of exert that. Yeah, you know see, that's why we need the Bible in here. See, you, that's a very <laughs> but, good. But think about it. That's why when you, we talk about prisons, your perspective is not just, oh, we got to stop prisons because it costs too much money. No, it's robbing people of their human rights. And then you see a pattern. And when, when, like, okay, when Ben Carson said that whole thing, it's like, dude, he went to prison, he came out gay. When you, <laughs> well, no, but, but, okay, but, but the, the thing is, when you reduce a human being to that level and remove their, their freedoms and their rights and the carnal lusting takes over and everything, you're just an animal. You're not even a human being anymore. That's why you call, when you say super predator, that immediately kind of makes me think of... Uh, like an apex predator that has very little regard for you as a person. You're not a person. You're an object. You're like literally just a piece of meat. Because here's the thing. You tell me about this coach freaking getting it on with third graders. I mean, come on. How messed up do you know that? I was a teacher, a real teacher in LA. Yeah, yeah. So like people don't get it. See, why do they want all these illegal immigrants? Because like in Metamonte's elementary school, those, those, I don't want to say wetbacks, but um, gosh darn it. Um, those <laughs> that illegal, term is gonna get people riled up. But. I know, Jesus. Uh, but that's that's what I, okay. So that school was flooded with illegal immigrants, and in Mexico, it's acceptable. Like you know, it's acceptable to go ahead and and have sex with children. It's just what they do. There's always gonna be that one kid in the neighborhood. That's going to just be the sexual toy for everybody, whether it's a boy, whether it's a girl. And we've established matter. that with talks of the ghetto because that's just how it is. Yeah, no. And it's like we said, pee-pee girl. In our, in our yeah, ghetto, yeah, we had pee-pee girl. Episode, she was yeah. the, uh, yeah, like some demonic. She was all into witchcraft and crazy shit. But that's because she was abused sexually. You know what I mean? It, it really messes people up. 
Yeah, no, but that's the point. It's like, because people always say it's like, oh, you know, you're such a hypocrite because now you're anti-sex. Like, no, I'm not anti-sex. I just think that people should be an adult, like cigarettes. Yeah. They want, you know, jewels. Don't have, don't have sex until you're married or wait till you're 25. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, when your brain is more developed. And it's the truth. It's like, you could do so much as a kid. And, and here's the thing. Not, well, no, but I, I, we've also established that you can be, you can think clearly without it. You can actually yeah. think clearly without sex, indulging in sex. Yeah. No, but think about this. If you went through your entire teenage years and college years without the pressure of trying to pick up on broads, imagine how much more successful you'll be and further so, along. I actually want to say this, that I actually know some friends of mine who are virgins, who actually like are not have not i mean i i envy them to some degree and they're really successful i know yeah. a dude who makes like 300 grand a year he's like 25 and he just didn't waste his time on women and the but the thing is he's interesting because he wasn't a nerd he was just focused he's just like he, and he was one of those guys where it's like he could it's not that he couldn't get laid it's that he's more mature than me he could recognize that well i want a wife but I also want to make money. And, and it's almost weird because that childlike faith and focus where kids who want to build forts and everything, he didn't lose that. He carried that into adulthood. The, you know, the world beats that out of you, right? But yeah. he carried that into his adult years and now he's smashing it. Like, it's like, no, but because really it's really worth giving boring. all that stuff up. Like, See, because sex makes science seem boring. It just does. Like, if you're always focused on sex, guess what? to learn science and there's a science <laughs> behind building a fort <clears throat> may no make no mistake about it if you're going to build a fort you have to understand slopes and, and how to build something on a grade of like three percent versus one and a half percent barometric so, pressure you gotta know all that you, stuff well you know yeah. well you don't even need really well i mean you it, depending yeah. on what it's like how advanced the, the architecture is going to be but yeah but but just for basic kids you know what I mean? Like, you're by the good. way, that guy, that guy's an engineer, so he yeah, takes no, things but, apart. But yeah. again, why don't you know it? But but it's true. <laughs> like like kids learn a lot of like just just like because like when you play because pool is the easiest thing, like the easiest sport. Well, it's not a sport, but it's the easiest game to to understand how important math is <laughs> because it's without even algebra. thinking about it. No, 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 trigonometry. Trigonometry, that's right, geometry. It, no, because, no, but it's the truth. And it's the same thing with building basic forts. Your natural, and even basketball, like basketball in theory is like a game of calculus. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's amazing how if you're boning down on people, you're not going to be engaging in activities that give you that natural ability to understand advanced forms of math. And so there's a lot of reasons to normalize pedophilia, or as we like to say, Nambla stuff. Nambla stuff, Why? yeah. Because the thing is like this, if everybody is bogged down on survival instincts because here's because again we established that super predators are the ones who are benefiting from this nambla stuff <clears throat> so that is the why why is this happening why is it being normalized well because who are the people honestly going after the children well gay people 
that's who it's not and it's very specific it's not lesbian women doing this you don't see lesbian women going down picking up on hot 13 year Some, old sometimes you do just not as often it, no no but think about it not even like i honestly but you got to think about how many like old like 40 50 year old because the thing is like this you can't compare like a 20 something year old gay dude or not even a gay dude you, you know like you see teachers uh you see these teachers like in their 20s picking up on dudes who are teenagers you see this all the time now it, yeah, it's yeah. a common thing when they go to jail for whatever but you know but the thing is like this is that really bad mm-hmm. see because the thing is like this that's nitpicking it really is it's nitpicking like if a 19 year old boy is dating a 15 year old girl is that really bad it's a four-year difference you, you know what I mean? is that really bad and the answer is no that's not pedophilia that's not what we're talking about when we say pedophilia it has to be in its truest form there's a great movie with keanu reeves and um and this made me actually like keanu reeves because i'm thinking this is the only movie that ever honestly showed what it's like to be homeless and you know who joaquin phoenix is yeah of course johnny cash (laughs) yeah yeah so he had a brother named joaquin phoenix no, no, no. River Phoenix. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix had a brother named River Phoenix, but he killed himself. So he died early, but he did a movie called My Own Private Idaho. And that movie shows what it's like with the super predator. And, and it's an old movie. I mean, I don't even know when it came out, but I'm pretty sure it came out like in the 80s or the 90s, like early 90s, like had to be before 92. It's an old ass movie. I believe it was in the 80s. So in this movie, it shows, like the movie opens up with River Phoenix giving like a blowjob to an old ass dude. Like somebody like, you know, who's 50 or 40. Yeah, and That's what super predators do. This is what pedophilia is. Pedophilia is an old dude picking up on young people. Like that teacher in Miramontes in a... Um, or or, or a, a famous example is um, uh, Subway Guy. I don't even know who that is. Oh man, this is this is what. Let me see. Uh, Jared Fogle, Subway Eat Fresh. He used to be fat, and then he lost all that weight because he ate Subway and Subway. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Subway. That guy. I was thinking of Subway because, dude, when I think Subway, I think. I don't think restaurant chains. I think you know on the trains. No, no, Subway the sandwich guy. Oh, like yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a convicted pedophile. That yeah, guy. Well, see, but the was <laughs> 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 like, hey, that dude's hiding in plain sight. But um, but that's what they do. See, those that's a good example too because they hide in plain sight. They pretend to be normal people in our. Well, it's society. called grooming. Grooming is a big part of being a pedophile. I mean, it's- yeah, like Michael Jackson. You know, like there's Michael Jackson. I'm still upset about that, man. I love Michael Jackson, but damn, I can't. After that documentary, it's like I gotta, I gotta, I can't be like those people who like O.J. Simpson. It's like you know, he he killed people. <laughs> like you know? no, but see, but here's the thing. What OJ did is totally acceptable in my book. It just is. It's he got pissed off. I mean, 
who did he kill? He killed the boyfriend and his wife. You know, the one that was cheating on him. That, that's just a crime of passion and, and, and you know, shit like that. It kind of goes back to that whole street defensiveness that you talked about. Yeah. It doesn't make it right. It, it really doesn't make it right. But you, you no, can- it doesn't make it right. But come on, OJ was an old man. This dude knew karate was a black belt or some BS like that. And he thought, well, boning down your wife. And because come on, are you kidding me? You, you have the audacity to not just have sex with my wife, but go to my house. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, get the F out of here. And then I bet you money that's how it went down. And OJ just went apeshit on him and just killed them both. You know what I mean? Because, you know, dude, come on. OJ was a powerful, great man. I mean, come on. You don't look. OJ's life was getting like not just getting, but beating the crap out of 300 pound men, just busting right through them just running over men that was his job to run over 300 pound men so some dude because he thinks he knows karate who's a black belt honestly believes he is strong enough to take on a dude whose entire life was running over people that was his job he's a savage you know he is a savage savage man so you don't want to mess with that guy but he's this guy's yeah. But, you know, the dude was half his age. You know, some dude in his 20s. Yeah. Could take on a 50-year-old man. Ron Goldman, that's his name. Ron yeah. Goldman. No, yeah. I think Ron Goldman might have been the dad. His father. I don't no, know. No, but no, no. The last name is Goldman for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ron Goldman. Yeah, either way. So, so I mean, those guys aren't important, but that's my point. Come on now. I mean, it, it's, it, it's just a reality. Like, dude, I'd probably do something like that. I'd OJ somebody. If, if the counselor had a boyfriend and they came to my house i'd probably kill them both are you kidding me i'm not gonna marry somebody my entire life i don't marry anybody then my the one time i get married you she's i i trust me it's <clears throat> those things like crimes of passion as we say that's a hard thing to deal with dude like because come on you have a wife like there's certain things that are off limits like yeah, you know yeah. especially in the ghetto the things that are off limits is your mom and your lady Everything else goes except for your wife and your lady. You don't, that's why I'll never understand swinging and nah, man, that's my wife. Like, you know what I mean? Like your wife can't do certain things. Like if you get married, you'd literally give up the things you enjoy the most, like oral sex, (laughs) because your wife has to kiss your kids, you know, (laughs) but it's the truth. It's like, come on. So if you put up all these conditions on your wife and come on, you just don't, don't fuck with my mom. Don't fuck with my wife, and and we'll be good. Okay, but let's let's take it back to the, the yeah the whole story. Nambla stuff because but but let me finish the, the Nambla stuff and why this is really important stuff because we went on the tangent with but the thing is Nambla people they advocate for this so that way their actions don't look so horrific because. Uh, and, and it's I, an I excuse give, is what it is. Yeah, well, re- now remember what Milo Yiannopoulos said. Milo Yiannopoulos didn't say, oh, we should all have sex with children. He never said that. He wasn't advocating for that. Yeah. What Milo Yiannopoulos was advocating for was nothing. But what did he try to do? He mainstreamed his own personal experience. And he goes, yeah, when I was a teenager... I had sex with somebody in their 30s and it was a positive experience for me. 
which may be, but 99% of the time, it will not be a positive experience when somebody who is, I mean, because look, even in, in normal life, like in, in Europe, uh, you know, if a man in, his, in their 30s dates a woman who's 16 years old, is that going to be a positive experience for that 16 year old or a negative experience? You know, in, in yeah. all honesty, about 90% of the time, it will be a negative experience for that 16 year old. Girl. I can see that. But, but here's one thing I want to just bring in contrast. Cause I want to hear your perspective on this. Now, granted, I think it's safe to say that our listeners are intelligent enough to know where we stand on these kinds of things, especially with everything that we've talked about. But back in the day, 16-year-olds got married to 20-year-olds. 16-year-olds got married to 18-year-olds, right? And Well, in the Middle East, they get married to old men. Uh, okay, even well, that, that's weird. That's weird. But, 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 but here's the thing. In, in, certain, like in, in certain faiths and also just, I think, traditionally, right? You're at the, ripe, you're at the ripest age for having children. This is separate. By the way, I just want to be sure that this is separate from dating, <laughs> fiddling around. But like, if you got married at 16, I don't think that that's, you know what I mean? Is that a problem if a, if a woman got married to a man at 16, but wasn't dating a man? Well, see, but again, well, I'll, I'll repeat what I just said. The Prophet Muhammad was married to like a four-year-old. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> or a six-year-old. I forgot how old this girl was, but she was single digits, and I'm pretty sure it was like five or six. So, <laughs> you know, d does that mean the Prophet Muhammad had sex with a four-year-old, five-year-old? I have no idea. <laughs> but he was married to a child. And, uh, you know, so, like, we don't know. Like, I honestly don't know what happens in these types of, things in other countries but i do remember you know like breaking up sex rings with involving five-year-old kids six-year-old you know four-year-old five i mean they weren't doing they were just doing oral sodomy versus like penetration but still you don't expose children to things like that and and i, I from what i remember somebody telling me is oh no 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 they weren't having sex they were just grooming her to be and when she got older to be the wife of a of the prophet and all this other stuff and i'm thinking oh boy but and i don't want to use islam as an example of what happens when you mainstream pedophilia but mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why <laughs> no, but see, no you're not wrong you're not wrong because we need to tie that in as well because no, it's but, acceptable but, in that faith it is it is it's no 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 but see but this is my point i mean because <laughs> No, because this is actually... Now you're laughing, so I'm laughing now. <laughs> no, no, but this is the thing. Can you imagine, though, like, this is how, like, we become an Islamic nation is through Nambla? <laughs> it's crazy, but... You know, I, 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 I think you're more right than you think. Because that's no, exactly how infiltration works. Right or wrong. It's a matter of reality. This is the reality. Like, because people don't understand why the United States is the greatest country on the planet. We are the only place on the planet where you honestly have to be 18 to so be so here, here here's the deal too and this is where unfortunately i was listening to a baptist preacher and he also said this about it our christian values right and our sort of advocacy for love and freedom made us the greatest country in the planet 
but it also made this the most tolerant. And I have to say that when some of these Baptist folks put their foot down and say, no, we will not have in their languages. No, you don't give yourself over to a reprobate mind. That's what they say. You won't let these kinds of things in. And here's the thing. They're not preaching hate, but they know, like, see, here's the thing. And this Baptist preacher was like, no, Christianity to some degree with its values let us down because you're, y'all are nice to everybody. It's like, come on in. There's room. That, that's the attitude. In America, we have this attitude of come on in. There's room. That's it. And what does that convey? It, it conveys that you care, but it also conveys that you're going to just be complacent and complicit when it comes to these kinds of uh, influences, it, it made us soft. It's, it's that way now. It wasn't that way before. Because okay. think about this. It, and I, that, that's why I honestly believe like, that the United States is a unique branch of Christianity in its truest form. Unlike other Christian countries in you know, Europe. because He's mentioned in the Bible specifically. Who? In the future, America. Oh, well, I don't know. See, I haven't read any of I that. Wish, so I wish, no, no, it's, I'm serious. It, it's very, like, what? No, she <laughs> well, is. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, see, but I don't know the Bible. That's in the, the last like, book, when, when John, during John's vision in Patmos, one of, one of Jesus' disciples, John, wrote a book called Revelation on the Island of Patmos, refers to America as the great whore, Babylon the Great. And it's kind of true when you read it in context, because what does America do? lends itself out to everybody else people just come in and take advantage of her yeah no but (laughs) it's the truth no no and and john john saw it in his vision he predicted this and the thing is and we're going to be the ones that are that are mainstreaming pedophilia we are it's this country it's our media because like this dude from nambla um you know um Hmm. Anyway, so I, cause I don't want to out people cause that's not cool. But if you figure out who are these leaders in Amble, you'll see they're very powerful people with a lot of ties in Hollywood. So yeah. And so from that perspective, like when you're saying some dude, you know, like Notre Dame is, I, cause I don't know who you're talking about, but the only one, the prophet, not prophet, but you know, the, the have you ever heard of Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you well, know, are you so, talking about the the original like lady, or are you talking about the the cathedral? Because there's the lady Notre Dame. And- no, 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 no. The the dude he was making all these predictions. He used to see the future. And Ooh, uh, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, what is that? His name Notre Dame? Yeah, I think his name was Notre Dame. But anyway, so he saw the future just like what you're talking about. Well, John so. was given it specifically by God. You know. Oh, well, I don't know any about, but but that's my, okay. So Kinda John, like so yeah. so like so okay so. And, you know, people who could see the future. Eh, I don't want to get into that because that's real complicated. Like, I really don't know the Bible. Uh, no, but because it gets into time travel and, and stuff like that. And it's real complicated to talk about things like that because you really got to be good at math to understand, you know, like multi-universes and, and the, you know, how the timeline really works. But but I'm convinced it's in a loop. But anyway, um, going back to this whole Nambla stuff, See, the reason why Islamic faith isn't mainstream 
is because, and same thing with the Jewish faith. You know, the Jews are trying to even lash themselves onto Christianity by saying Judeo-Christian whatever. Because, but it's not. It, it's, it, it's, it has not, like, this country has nothing to do with the Jewish faith. This country has nothing to do with the Islamic faith. So even Obama was trying to say, oh, yeah, Islam was at the founding of our, you know, whatever. Everybody's trying to... <laughs> See, because that's like saying the Catholic faith was here in the beginning. Well, technically it kind of was, but, uh, but I, but it, it wasn't founded on Catholic principles. It just wasn't. It was colonized with a lot of Catholic principles, but it wasn't founded on Catholic principles. Uh, so it was founded on a unique branch of Christianity that wasn't really Baptist, wasn't Pentecostal, wasn't Catholic. It wasn't, uh, it just wasn't. It was a unique branch of Christianity. Right. That's what the United States was founded on. And uh, it's unique. I mean, I don't think there's any type of religion that can describe truly what America is. Because the thing is about what you're talking about um, you know what america does america can withstand the grossest people on the planet and convert them to a better life that's what america that's why i know america's the greatest country on this planet because when you come from a foreign country where it's normal to have sex with kids and there's wars and hunger and all the other issues in addition to that but forget about the wars and stuff. Let's take all that out. Let's pretend every single country has no wars. Everybody's rich. But when you come to this country and everybody's like, you know what? Don't touch her. She's under 18. Don't touch her. That, that's a gel bait. That, that's what they call gel bait. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's that. like, that's gel oh, bait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these foreign people go, what are you talking about gel bait? It, you know, my country, you can bone down any broad that's had a quinceanera, right? You, you know, that's that's the whole Mexican thing. Or, 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 not just the quinceanera, bat mitzvah. <laughs> yeah, like a, that's when you become a man, you know, but it's the truth. Yeah. It don't matter. So, yeah, there's not a lot of Jews in the ghetto, man. So, you know, I, I did not see that one coming. <laughs> but, no, it was a funny joke, right? Because it rhymed. Quinceanera, no, bat mitzvah. The truth, that's, but that's a bar mitzvah. But see, it goes back to my point. See, Jews, it, it, that is, that's why it's not a worldwide religion because they, too, suffer from that pedophilia stuff. It's just how it works. But I mean, the only example I can think of off the top of my head is Woody Allen, but... <laughs> No, not just, but all of these people. Come no, on. No, I know, but I, that's the only, and they're the forefront. Of Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood is ran by Jews. It's not a secret. No, it's not a secret. Yeah. And they're the ones that invented the casting couch. And in the old days, what was that dude? There was a famous. Uh, porn actor, Ron Jeremy. No, no, no. He's porno. But uh, no, but there's a, um, what was that? They're, they're, in the old days, actors used to run around with 13, 14 year olds openly. No, I forgot the very famous guy, like, you know, very famous actors. What was that other dude? Uh, even Howard Hughes, the, the dude, the, 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 the guy that was, um, yeah, a lot, it was just normal mainstream type of stuff. But eventually we figured out that, hey, look, 
and I forget, but it's one of the, and it's, this is now a matter of law. Like, why do we become a nation where you have to be over 18 to get married? And in a court decision, and this is the, the truth, the reason why the government got involved with marriage was honestly to protect people from the Mormons. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. <laughs> like the, the Mormons were a trippy, trippy cult. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so one of the things was like this, without naming the Norman, the Mormons, they'd say things like, yeah, look, we have the reason why the courts are involved or, you know, the government's involved is to protect, you know, women from predators. Like you just don't know. Oh, um, you have to protect a woman from who's 14 from getting married to you know, being forced into marriage by some, you know, person well above her age. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that was a knock on the Mormons uh, because, you know, they, they would do that. They would just marry a whole bunch of women and uh, you know, whether it's 14, 30. Oh man, you're right about that because the, the pioneers of Mormons of Latter-day Saints, I don't know if you know about this, Joseph Smith and Brigham Young, Polygamy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know polygamy, who polygamy, is, but I don't know anything. Polygamy is a big thing. Polygamy and uh, lots of uh, lots of kids. You know what I mean? Just yeah, which is not right. It's wrong. But anyway, but the second aspect of the government getting involved in marriage was to stop a person from being a victim of getting STDs. Cause that was a real problem back in the day. Like people don't realize, or even, you know, or they're never going to speak about this, but you know, the death rate in the United States was about 25 to 30 people per 100,000 in the old days in the yeah. Western days when, when, when an old man can just go ahead and have sex with a 14 year old and marry her. Mm-hmm. And uh, and th- that's a practice that was done in Mexico, well, still done in Mexico, but it was mainstream way up until like 2002. That's when their Supreme Court made that practice illegal of raping a chick and then forcing that dude to marry her if they got pregnant. <laughs> no, that was mm-hmm. that's 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 a a real thing. Uh, but anyway, so going back to the United States. It was a real thing that that guys were were giving chicks STDs because remember, if the murder rate is twenty five to thirty per one hundred thousand every year, and that is like ninety percent, ninety five percent is through domestic violence. Imagine that versus the five people who get murdered per hundred thousand in a city like Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Where that is just straight up black on black crime. Yeah. See, I mean, think about that. That's that, that. That's five to ten times more than, and that was in every city. So, can you imagine how bad it used to be for women with domestic violence? But guess what? Through America's unique branch of Christianity, they figured out not to do those things. You know, that's interesting because there was something about Protestant reform that also happened around the same time during America's founding, specifically 
at that same time. Yeah, that's because, why it's unique. Yeah, that's why because Western countries had the Roman Catholic Church. It's been around yeah, for like a thousand plus years, you know? No, but they allowed, like, think about it. Whoever Henry V was, he was marrying young brides. You know what I mean? It, it's always been a part. That's why in Europe, the, the age of consent is like 15. The dudes from the Young Turks mm-hmm. are all advocating to drop the age of consent from 18 to 16. And it's just a very, as they say, liberal thing to do is to drop the age of consent and uh, be like Europe. But yeah. Europe is, you know, they have different types of Protestants and stuff like that because the original Protestants didn't happen here in the United States. The United States developed up, I'm telling you, it's a unique branch of Christianity where that is, you know, do no harm to others. Mm-hmm. It's seriously like the whole point of the constitution is to allow the pursuit of happiness right. to everyone. And, and that's a unique branch of Christianity that most Christians don't and haven't figured out. You cannot hinder another person. That's, that's a real thing. That's why prisons are bad. You mm-hmm. cannot, you don't have the right to hinder others. You know, and right. you have a right to stop them, but you don't have a right to hinder their rights. You know, and that's why, like, you know, I'm starting to figure out why violence is bad. But anyway, but that's neither here nor there because I know this has been, we're reaching the hour mark pretty soon, but like, like we got to go back to NAMBLA. But honestly, this throws it into context because it gives you the progression. It gives you the timeline as to some of the, the uh, inconsistencies, right? Not just with faith, but just of how, how humans are throughout time, where America almost had to be born out of that. It had to yeah. be like, oh, no, that, so, now that, that, that's like real but, progress, not no, progressive. Remember this. The whole point of Christianity is you got to love everybody. You got to love these fags. You got to love these drug addicts. You do. You got to love them. You got to accept them in because they're not going to change overnight. The same way how, you know, marrying a 14-year-old to a 40-year-old man, it didn't change overnight. It took time, just like slavery. Slavery did not end overnight. It didn't. Mm -hmm. It it took about 100 years. You know, and, and, and but that's what, Christianity can do for your society when it's practiced the right way. And that's why I'm a big advocate for it because it helped almost everybody on the streets. Think about all of these skateboarding dudes because they're like the only ones who survived the streets, you know, because they had skateboarding. Um, and like, you know, and, and I could say this openly because Steve Cavallaro is a born again Christian, as he says, He's self-proclaimed, born-again Christian. But having that type of faith really does help you. It really does. And it helps you understand why bad things happen to you as a kid. See, now, when you don't have that type of faith, when bad things happen to you, you rationalize it in a way to make it a positive experience, the same way Milo did. Mm -hmm. Milo rationalized what happened to him and because you know what's not a bad thing and it might not have been a bad thing for him right but he has to realize he is unique he is probably because like you know i know people who are you know when we're growing up 
Mm-hmm. I was having sex with a lot of adults. <laughs> it just was, you know what I mean? But the thing is, it's like, did it mess me up in my head? Eh. No, because it was a means for me to survive. So it's a lot different for boys than I guess it is for girls, but I'm pretty sure there's some girls that were like, well, actually I do know one girl. Uh, well, one girl was messed up in the head, but one of my partners uh, yeah, because, you know, weirdos are always going to be weirdos. I don't want to get into too much about that. Uh, but this one of the girls that was part of, like, our little sex child ring or whatever, uh, she was one of, as we say, the victims. Uh, she she was okay with everything. You know, she was she able, able to manage to make money. And she didn't, like, because, you know, like, the dudes all survived it okay mentally. Right. Uh, and most only one of the girls was able to keep it together. And, yeah. and she provided and she's successful to this day. And uh, you know, she has a normal job, normal education, you know what I mean? But it was just it's kinda like you gotta watch that movie, My Own Private Idaho. It's kinda like what we went through. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was like a ring, you know, like you know, like there was always that one creepy pedophile that was you know helping us through everything and you just didn't want to be uh you know you don't want to be caught in their clutches but the whole purpose because i know we're ending um so I'll, I'll i'll close it up uh but the whole purpose of mainstreaming pedophilia mm-hmm. is to allow these super predators free reign over their sexual indulgences yeah. while looking like an upstanding person in the community. Can you imagine this person? Like, look, go, go look up Nambla. Anybody, well, I know they hide their identities, but you can kind of find out who they are. And these people are upstanding citizens in progressive cities, making policies in education, in you know athletics, in a lot of things where they have access to young people. Which is crazy. And that's why it's mainstream to allow these super predators free access to our children, whether it's immigration. Why, why, why the influx of uh, immigration? Not just to kill black people, but to allow all these little children who are used to the culture of pedophilia. Because instead of advocating for her, look, assimilate to our culture, assimilation, assimilation, assimilation. There's a reason why for assimilation, not just so because we can feel comfortable with you speaking English. So you can, <laughs> believe you know, me, that's the least of our concerns when we yeah, think about this. No, it is. You know? It's like, so it, it that really way, is. Yeah. yeah. Was, so that way you're not molesting kids. So that way you're not spreading your diseases because think about it. What's mainstream right now for, you know, children and childcare TB tests. Mm-hmm. We have to worry about TB, and because uh, uh, we talked about enterococci before, which is like VRE, the butt disease and stuff like that. But there's a lot of uh, viruses, enteroviruses now that we got to worry about now. There's TB. There's all kinds of things that are acceptable in these other countries, and we have to worry about that because they don't want to assimilate. You know what I mean? They they wipe their ass and and blow their nose and don't wash their hands and they're touching everything. You know what I mean? Like the United States is unique in, in hygiene. You know, like we wash our hands for everything. 
And, uh, but that's not, you know, I mean, there's a lot of other things because a lot of people believe, oh, you wash your hands and everything's cool. No, 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 no. There's a lot more to it. But other people in other countries are just gross, <laughs> you know, because they don't think about other people. Think about it. How, you can go to any country and you see people spitting everywhere like that's the thing to do. Yeah. That's not cool because, what, you know, you don't know what the hell you got. You, you got some weird disease and you're spitting on the floor. Dude, don't do that. Just Just swallow it. You know, oh, yeah. Consider, yeah, but you got to consider others. No, spitting of course. Of bad. course. So pedophilia is bad. Spitting is bad. They, but that's my point. It is a unique branch of Christianity that America is. It's not Protestant. It's not Baptist. It's a unique branch of Christianity that makes people consider others. Seriously, like that's why people don't spit in the United States. That's why we don't have sex with, like, the United States has the oldest age of consent around the world. Yeah, I, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, no, but think about this: if you honestly become some kind of leader, and you you are already a leader, but if a bigger leader, can you imagine your influence on other people? It's a unique branch. I mean, think about if the legal age becomes twenty one. Not that we're advocating for that, but it's possible because people will follow your example. You become an example of your faith is through your behaviors. So right now, the examples we have is Hollywood, which is mainstreaming this Nambla stuff. But when other people become the examples, they follow that. And I'm not saying you're like Jesus or anything like that because I have no idea who he is. But I'm not Jesus. I'm just one of his servants. Yeah, but then if you become an example of what it's supposed to be like, then people will follow that. See, because I'm a bad example. You can't use me as an example because my life is fucked. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. You know, and that's why I don't want to be no, I'm nobody because I'm just a survivor of this crap. You know, like seriously, yeah. if you watch my, my own private Idaho, my life was 50 times worse growing up as a kid. And that, but I'm not complaining. I wouldn't change my life for the world because it allowed me to focus on what I needed to do. Like, cause come on, I like knowing stuff. <laughs> I do. It, it's like, I love knowledge. It, you know, cause people go like, you know, how did you survive? I said, honestly, I survived through studying. I immersed myself through with math. Seriously, like when I was running, because like, you know, I was a sprinter, like, for, you know, during the fall, I ran cross country. <laughs> and during the spring, we ran track. Right. In track, I was so good at it because I focused, like I felt no pain. Why? Because I was thinking about equations in my yeah. head. That also, but also the pain, the pain of what you had to endure outside of that. Yeah, well, see, but that's my point. I learned that ability by having a really messed up childhood. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. It does. And and that, but it made me great, like in sports and in, you know, like this law stuff. It's like, because I counselor appreciates it a lot. Yeah, no, but I could focus on things like no one's business because if your mind can escape whatever you're going through, my God, but that's a biological function. And, you know, and I have to say this, God made us 
with that ability to be bisexual and take a lot of punishment because it allows our minds to develop if you can't survive or because i know it's, it sounds like uh and that's some somebody goes because oh that's the thing and to, to also leave it on a positive note if we're wrapping this up people who have been molested have also turned away from it have also decided to denounce it put it out of their memory forget and that's see the thing is people are like oh well you don't face it you don't embrace it it's like no i'm putting it out I'm putting the lights out on an experience that doesn't do me any benefit, but that journey of healing yourself is what makes you stronger. So like you're not, you're not screwed because that happened to you, but at the same time, there are people who have decided like, I mean, even, even people who, this is going to sound true, but it's like, I know people who have denounced homosexuality. They were like, that's it. Like, well, but, but here's the thing that a lot of people miss See, now, if somebody would have told me a long time ago that God has no dominion over the carnal mind, it would have made a whole bunch of sense. <laughs> no, because, but think about it. Nobody ever talks about that. Every, like, you, you're always taught that God controls everything, da 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 but he literally doesn't. It's in the Bible that he doesn't control everything. It literally said in that Roman thing, that he doesn't control the carnal mind. He gave us free will. And with free will comes, it's like that Peter Parker moment with sure. great, uh, Our great responsibility. Yeah. yeah but, but see, but see, a lot of, the, I've started to understand the Bible a little bit better now in that we, we, we think about God's wrath, right? And then there's also God's love. But the thing is, some people may look at one thing and not address the other. When we address God's love, you also have to address God's wrath vice versa. And here's the interesting thing. People say, well, God's all powerful. He's omnipotent and omnipresent, which means everywhere at all times, past and present and future, as well as all powerful. But explicitly, he gave us the right to choose. So now here's the thing. People are like, oh, why did he do that? It's like he can take it away, but God doesn't change. If he decides that he wants to give man that ability, that that's it. He's not going to go back on his word, so to speak. He's just going to say, okay, well, is, you know. But to answer your question, why did he do it? He did it so we can create for ourselves and have our own satisfaction for ourselves and create a country like America. That's why he did it. And I'm convinced, like, without knowing the Bible, I'm almost convinced that we were supposed to create a society like heaven, like, like heaven. Instead of going out to some crazy building of Tower of Babel and creating something that's going to kill us because we, because here's the thing, and this is where it gets into really complicated physics. Um, because, you know, the thing is like this I am convinced that God and all these like different types of angels from his universe can break their bodies down just like the way they do it in Star Trek. That is a real technology that we don't understand. Those transporter beams that yeah. instantly does. That's actually possible. See, because the thing is like this, when people see things, um, like when they see like a demon or an angel or something like that, like, or aliens, yeah. you know, like who's a big alien conspiracy, conspiracy, like all of these alien people that have seen aliens, it's real. It's but real, the thing yeah. is like this, why is it real? Because we can't see it. See, like, 
people, they're all around us. That's the thing. Wait, hold on a sec. Here, give her to me. Give her to me. Give her to me. I'll take her. <laughs> but anyway, so so here's the thing about all of this. <laughs> hey. Our audience is probably like, what's going on? I know. Look, she likes. She likes. She's awake. That's Professor Greg's she daughter. Likes to, to look at yeah. So uh, she. Oh my goodness. But anyway. So. Uh, but here's the thing. Everybody is so warped on this concept of like, oh, you know, the there's all these um, alternate, uh, you know, these dimensions, all these dimensions, all these dimensions. Oh, we got, you know, there's all these life and these other dimensions. Always talking about these other dimensions. And the, and the truth is, no, 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 no. Just like microwaves. Can you see a microwave with the naked eye? No. How can you see a microwave? How can you see it? You know, what I mean? how can you see a radio wave? How can you see a television wave? You can't see or a the- gamma ray for that matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that's dangerous. So, but you know, but but things that aren't dangerous. I mean, microwaves are a little dangerous, but not really. <laughs> I know. <laughs> see, look. Yeah, look. She's smiling. Looking. She's yeah. funny. Professor Dreg decided to bring his daughter into the mix. <laughs> so anyway, but think about this. Uh, if we cannot see all that radiation, the particle wave. We that, just see visible light, which is one little sliver of that big yeah. spectrum. And, EM spectrum. And most yeah. people can't see all that light. We can't like. Some people are colorblind. Yeah. No, but think about it. Like it, it's, it's even all the colors. We can't see all of it all. It's like a lot of people have a hard time seeing. You wear glasses. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So our vision is very limited. We cannot see what's in our own universe. So if a person who knows how to travel like a radio wave or a microwave or as Einstein put it, light energy, energy right? Yeah. Which would be, because I'm almost positive the E in E equals MC squared would be God because it, it's just would make perfect sense. Pure so, energy, pure thought. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, if, and if people have that kind of ability to travel as Einstein put it, and, and then the inverse with the special relativity theory, uh, come on. They're, they're all around us all the time. We just can't see it the same way we can't see microwaves and television. Yeah. And but here's also, here, here's something that I want to, I, I don't want to get too scientific here because we got to end this. But one thing I want to add to that, that made me think is, I don't know the math behind this, but even for people who don't know the science, all you have to do is really think and observe the observable universe, right? Think about something like gravity, something that anything, any kind of matter has. Even the smallest atom has this force called gravity, something that can either pull or, or, or repel, right? There, that, there's an aspect of gravity where it repulses. And yeah. mo- molecular you know, atoms and what, what composes matter can be broken up, reshaped, split up. And as a result, you know what I mean? So when, this, when people talk about materializing and rematerializing and angels doing that, it's like, oh, I believe it. They just, they just can. They just know how to do it or they have the technology. Well, or Because here's the thing that people yeah. don't realize about gravity. It also repels. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right? what I said. It repels and it pulls. Yes, yeah. and, 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 and that's what it does. And a lot, oh, no, that's not true. Oh, yes, it is. Well, because all it is is the repelling means it is being drawn to another source of matter is all it is or another thing. You see what I mean? And you've got yeah. matter everywhere. So it's all a combination of pulling and pushing. That's really all it is, those forces. So that's why when people say, when we think about something like gravity, like how the hell do you explain gravity? Like that tells me. Yeah, exactly. And that's why black, like our understanding of black holes are such BS because. You know what I think it is? It's a cop out because that, that's what you see, right? But it's all, it's all theorized. It's all like yeah. a black no, spot. A of one. And you see all of these lights, like purple light coming out of this black hole. And I'm thinking, well, there goes that theory. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never understood that, right? Because if it was so black and the gravity was so heavy, I know we're going off topic. Why would there still be light around the event horizon? I never understood that. Like, it, it, what, what's giving it? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Their math was wrong. It's just <laughs> it's the truth. It, it's... Uh, and that's why I'm telling you now, there is such a thing as negative Kelvin. We just don't know it because we've never, I mean, we could theorize all we want, observe. but the In Bible is the only example of what negative Kelvin can actually accomplish. Because I'm telling you, I'm fascinated with how Moses was aged and how his mind was destroyed. And I'm thinking, oh my God, it makes perfect sense. I'm telling you now, I mean, his mind wasn't totally destroyed, but you know, I don't know. You go up the mountain, you talk to thunder and lightning. God appears to you in a burning bush in energy form. I mean, I'd go a little crazy too. Well, but, it, but, it, <laughs> but it goes back to abuse. When a person is abused, it, it takes them a while to, to you know, get back their bear, bearings. See, men can handle it much better than women. You know, like I said, like from my own personal experience, only one lady survived it. And, uh, and, the guys might have said, because come on, I mean, we got to be honest, guys with sex, it's, you know, men were built to, you know, they just were, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I have a kid, you know, like a girl, which kind of sucks, but, but I mean, not for, you know, girls, but you know what I mean? But it's like, come on, like, it's really bad on girls. Yeah. It just is. I, I mean, you know. Yeah. Do you have any real final thoughts? Because we really got to wrap this up. I yeah, got... yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. We're good, man. Like, just, just uh, like I said, <laughs> the reason why pedophilia is mainstreamed is, you know, so that these super predators, who are also just happen to be our politicians, have free reign at whatever it is that they can do. Yeah. It's well said, guys. The yeah. Thank, thing that thanks. Thanks. For... Didn't want was was because I, I got to say this. The one thing that these people, super predators, didn't want was the Me Too movement. Like the Me Too movement was like, the, and, and look, we got to be honest, Hollywood is ran by a bunch of Jewish people, like Woody Allen or Weinstein, whoever. Yeah. They love, the, look, they love taking advantage of those young Hollywood, you know, you know, wannabes. They come from other states all across the country. You know, a lot of them are minors, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, but they're hot, hot young chicks. They're untouched, they're virgins, uh, many of them. And then they lose their virginity to a Hollywood producer. And it's not illegal because, you know, they go, well, she wanted to do this. She wanted to be famous. And I, you know, I mentored her. And, and they always use the guise of mentorship to take advantage of, of these people. 
Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And, and that's why it's like, you know, when I say things like Jews or the Jewish faith or Islam or whatever, dude, those are cults because they, they take advantage of people through mentorship. Yeah. And, and, you know, but again, the Catholics were the same way. Like a lot of Christians were doing the same thing. Sandusky was a Christian dude. So was Joe Paterno. They always pray, da-da-da-da-da. But like I said before, the United States is a unique type of Christianity that has never been labeled or anything like that. It's just, just look, you just, they're Christians. And they do it the right way. And I, I, and I believe that only through the American way can this stuff really end. You know, but it's being mainstream right now because they want to destroy the American way of life. I know. And it goes back to that, but uh, that's well said. And I think you guys, I hope you guys got something out of this show. I know we always tend to ramble, but that's how our ideas get across. <laughs> so thanks you guys for listening and we'll see you all soon. Take care.